Hi guys, I just want to tell you about um, this app called Anchor. It's a really fun app that, you know, you can make your own podcast, get ideas down, and um, get them out to the world, actually. And I really enjoy the app. I've been using it. Um, I'm a new, you know, user, and I actually find it really easy to maneuver and operate. So I just want to let you guys know about Anchor. It's really just in, you know, a good place to be to uh, get ideas and, and things out of your head onto a recording. I hope you like it. Hi, guys. Um, it is Sunday, August 2nd, 2020. And today I want to um, touch bases on commitment issues because um, that's something that I have struggled with. Um, every time I, before I get into a relationship, so I normally don't have commitment issues during relationships or anything. It's kind of like the leading up to and committing. You know, it's like, you know, when you sign your life away type of thing. So once you put that signature down, you should really be down for the cause. You shouldn't be just putting your signature down just to be in a relationship with somebody or whatever. But so I've actually, this podcast is going to be a little different. I have actually um, researched some commitment issues because I think this would be good all the way around as a good learning for myself and my viewers. So it's good now, you know, uh, for me to put some more educational things about it, you know, on the cool, you know, because on the cool is cool, <laughs> you know, for me to come personally. But when I have facts, like, you know, we are in the era of fact-checking, um, to back up my platform of my or my basis, a thesis, whatever you want to call it, um, it's good energy. It's good therapy. So, let's talk about the signs of commitment issues. You worry you won't have a life anymore. Okay. So, what that would mean for me is my independence. I'm big on independence, and as far as for myself and the person in our relationship. It's not that I want to do everything on my own and you need to follow me or let me do it. No, I think in as far as a relationship that I would like to be involved in, we both need to be independent. That means that we have a life outside each other. That way it doesn't become codependent, you know, the opposite. So like when they say you already don't have a life anymore, you feel like, you know, that conjoinedness, that one instead of two, you feel like um you were going to be smothered in your space. It's not there. In actuality, that's not really what works. Uh, I mean, how it goes down. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the more you think about it, you react about it, you feel certain ways, and it just usually plays out that way, you know, and it starts as a thought. So for me, it's like, and if you find a partner that understands your individuality, then that shouldn't be a problem. What it is is we may be functioning with partners that have a jealous streak, that are codependent, 
um, that are controlling and manipulative. So when you deal with these type of partners, then I guess that what brings those uh, commit committal issues around about how you worry you won't have a life anymore. So we're going to move on to you don't want to lose your freedom, which goes ties into just what I basically said. Uh, it has nothing to do with, oh, it's too many fish out in the sea, and I don't want to be off the market. I'm too young. Um, no. Like I said, it's your individuality, your your uh, independence. Let's go to the next one. You think your partner is demanding. I'm not too big on that, but basically as a woman, um, when you're in a relationship or whatever you're 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 in with another with a, your partner, um, the man takes the lead. So, um, as a woman, you follow that lead if it is a man that can lead you correctly. So maybe this is where it means your partner is to demanding. Um, as far as you, they're wanting certain things that you cannot give them right now. You don't know who you are yet. Uh, that is the one that I can, is a big one is, you know, it, it's a give and take with it. So for me, it was like, oh, I'm still discovering who I am and loving myself and I'm finally here. But you cannot halt um, the progress or the blossoming of a relationship just because you don't know who you are. Like, I, once again, I'm learning if you find a partner that respects that boundary, and most of the time, they'll allow you to get to still know who you are without, you know, putting a hindrance or block towards that. And personally, sometimes they are in the same type of um, thing as far as life. They're trying to discover out who they are yet. So, yeah, both are going to grow. And that's what it's all about, having a partner you can grow with. The next thing... um you think the grass is always greener. I have never really been a victim about that with my commitment issues. But where I would think that is, is like I would say, somebody thinks that being single is like the end of the world. It's too many fish out in the sea and they don't want to be tied down or locked down. That's what that one may mean. Um, so... You know, as far as, um, yeah, as far as those are signs of commitment issues. And if you, um, and then, you know, how you can fix some of these commitment issues is really um, beforehand and during. You know, express these to your partner. And hopefully you can have somebody that doesn't take anything the wrong way, too harsh, too, you know, rashly or whatever you want to call it. And they can understand that as far as communicate. So communicating commitment, both have those C-O-M-Ms. And, you know, it's dang near almost spelled like the first, and you know, part of it together. So we have a explained um some of the commitment issues now let's see what we're going to get into like common types of commitment issues and um like i said i've had commitment issues but it's not something about you know like like i said i i don't i'm making up excuses 
Sometimes people can have commitment issues for making up excuses, and which lets us just goes into it. How do I know if my partner? I mean, my partner has commitment issues. Some signs to look for include making up excuses as to why or he or she cannot commit to something. So if we did like really look up the um the co- commitment. Um, definition, it means committed to something and, uh, um, you're dedicated, you know, to an act or whatever it is, a cause. So, uh, yeah. So just basically making up excuses that's self-explanatory, dragging their feet on various decisions involving the other partner. Sometimes it can be that somebody is moving a little faster than that, that then the other partner wants, so, and, and 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 all in all, that's really going to happen is they're going to drag their feet anyways because they feel like they have, they're getting forced to have to make decisions. But then you do have people that just will drag you along just because of these commitment issues. Increasing insecurities in themselves. So, um, they bring out a lot of things as a, a why. Um they feel like they can't be with you. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it, and it's just and more excuses. We're going to say it like that. Hesitations with meeting parents and close friends. And that's really lets you know. Because when you want to meet people's close, that's what they said. Not friends or acquaintances. Acquaintances. And they said close friends. So if you say close friends, then parents are pretty close people too. So that's a big step for a person that's not ready to commit. Um, to start meeting that inner circle. Unexpected reactions to sweet gestures done by their partner. Um, They never expected you to do anything, you know, and they feel like when you do stuff, they're going to owe you something always in return. So um, they're just so surprised. And it's, it's to the point where they are just thrown beyond measures, you know, but deep down inside... They really don't want you to do that. And they really would have asked before you did that. So, those are some of the signs um, to look for. So, you know, another question we have is, why do some people suffer from commitment issues? And I'm just going to read a little excerpt here. It says, commitment issues can occur for many different reasons. One of the most prominent reasons for commitment issues is to ensue later in someone's life usually can be traced back to events that happened to them when they're younger. So we're going to stop right there. And you know I'm really big on childhood trauma and generational curses. So... Let's continue. If a parent or someone they love left them at an early age, this can result in commitment issues due to the resulting feelings of neglect and unworthiness. So it usually stems from, everything always stems from a different place of a learned behavior. And so for me, my commitment issues come from my um, abandonment issues. So I, like they said, feeling neglected and unwitting. I was always feeling neglected as a child. So I have commitment issues because once I'm committed to something, I'm all in. Like, it ain't no nothing that can stop me. I want to see it to the end. I have the goal in mind. 
I'm, I'm running full force. So when um, I feel like somebody is at a, these high expectations I have and, 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 and I feel like, you know, these brief moments I'm being abandoned or I have this fear of abandonment because nothing really lasts and life is life and, you know, hey, but, you know, we have to stop really thinking like this. That's what I've learned because it becomes a learned behavior. So, uh, so basically, and that's what the next thing is saying of what um, I was going into just recently, a while ago. They will constantly be worried about you and feeling as though you may betray them too. So it's hard for them to get close or let go of their doubt. Old feelings of resentment and pain may be brought to the surface as they get closer to you. And when that happens, they will begin to withdraw from the relationship and start becoming distant. Trust in you and in the relationship as a whole will often be directly affected. So, you know, um, it, 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 this is a really, you know, touchy subject. Um, and it's, you know, it's really from paranoia. If you think about it, how we have commitment issues when they're on um, thoughts that are really haven't came to fruition or, you know, they really just made up thoughts. Let's put it like that most of the time um, thought brought through paranoia. So it's, 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 it's really, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Um with people with commitment issues but what happens is what now people need to see we're gonna close it out is what people need to see these commitment issues is really seem like childhood trauma so you need to get to the root of why do you have commitment issues what is the root reason uproot that and work towards it so now you can see that when these commitment issues arise um what's the best way to really go about this and how to move forward from having commitment issues because you can't commit to greater love. You can't commit to something that was destined. You know, I'm not saying you need to commit to everybody, but now we need to recognize commitment issues. We need to not, let's close it off like this. We need to not run away from commitment issues and run towards them. So, this has been a segment of On the Cool, and today we were talking about commitment issues. I hope you enjoy and you get some flavor out of this. Thank you.